Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Carly Adair podcast. I'm your host, Carly Adair, and I am so excited for today's episode because it is with Lucy, graphic designer from Lucent Matter on Instagram. She is an absolute icon. I am so excited for you guys to hear the wisdom she has to offer. And I know I say that about all of my guests, but I truly believe this episode is the most valuable conversation that I have recorded with a guest because she just goes into such great detail about how she it's honestly was just good for me if I'm being completely honest I needed to hear this if you listen to any of my solo episodes you know that I'm going through a post-grad crisis and Lucy really spoke about how she's navigated her career how it hasn't necessarily been linear and where she has found pockets of success and recently her Instagram got 10.3k she's killing the game if you guys are not already following her you need to. Her graphics are insane. She's been reposted by so many people on socials and she's an inspiration to like anybody. If you're in graphic design or social media management or communications, literally anything in that field, she is just, you've probably seen her work. She has a really popular one. She has this one called like keep going. If you scroll down in her feed and healing is not linear. And, and what I love about Lucy is she really cares about the the graphics she's making like she cares about the message behind it and she talks to mental health professionals from mad happy and brands you love like she works with people that are in the space of just awesome brands in 2021 and i think she's cool so i think you're gonna enjoy this episode I'm very excited for you to hear it. And if you're not already following her on Instagram, look up at Lucid Matter and just preview her work while you're listening to this episode because I just really feel as if you're going to want to know like what she's talking about. And yeah, so enjoy the episode. Without further ado, let's just jump right into it. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for doing this. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. I'm so sorry for all the like back and forth with scheduling. It's uh, totally my bad. (laughs) No, you're good. I also started a new job at a grocery store this week. So I've been so like out of it. Like I just like don't even know what I'm doing with my life. So I'm totally so much is happening. (laughs) Yeah, today was perfect. But thank you for doing it. I just kind of want to like jump right in if that's okay with you. I found you through Instagram, Mm -hmm. just like following you from your graphics and they're pretty like, they went pretty viral. Like the first couple, what, like how, how did you get started and just share with them like a little intro maybe? For sure. Um, my name's Lucy. I am a full-time graphic designer. Some of you might know me from my page, Lucent Matter on Instagram. It started out kind of in the thick of the pandemic, I was feeling really burnt out at my full-time job. I was working in design full-time at that point. Um, And I was just kind of like, I wonder what would happen if I just like sat down and like made stuff, but like also shared it with people because like I'd always made things. I was like, this is maybe a way for me to like keep myself accountable and like just like make stuff that I want to make, you know, that doesn't have to abide by any rules per se. Because my job was like kind of strict at the time a little bit. I learned a ton and it was a great job. I'm just meaning like I was feeling like creatively burnt out a little bit at that time. And honestly, it was like really uh, low key for a while. Like I think I had like 300 followers. There's so many accounts like about mental health on Instagram. And like, you know, obviously I was inspired by subliming is like so amazing and so good. But like, I've also had like quite a mental health journey and have kind of realized how important it is to talk about stuff 
just even for, for yourself, sure. But for others, I think it's a huge thing. Like for me, like I can't help but wonder sometimes if mental health conversations were as mainstream when I was growing up as they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like that probably would have impacted my life a lot. Um, and so I was just kind of like, uh, you know, fuck it. Like I'm just going to post quotes on here. I'm going to post things that like my friends tell me or that I see online that like resonate with me. And then sometimes it's just stuff that like, I think about a lot. And then at one point I was working with my friend who uh, works at Mad Happy. So she like, she and I came up with stuff because I think it's really important to like work with a professional sometimes when it comes to these things. Cause like I'm by no means a professional. And like, I think it's kind of a delicate thing when you're talking about mental health and health Mm. on the internet, like you really want to be sensitive and you don't, you know, want to say something that is like, you know, could it impact someone in a negative way? But yeah, I mean, I, I had like 300 followers. And then I think it was October, November of 2020. I kind of was just like, you know, let me start doing this again, because I hadn't posted for a while. Um, and so I think I posted something like you've survived 100% of your worst days, which is like one of my favorite things ever. Like mm-hmm. my friend had that at her, her phone background for a long time. So I posted that and I think it got like a lot of shares and a lot of likes and I was like what's happening and I gained like a lot of follow I think I reached like a thousand followers or something that night and I was like hold like this is crazy and then just a couple other graphics kind of started to go viral here I am at like 10.5k which like is boggle is my mind like I never thought that I'd have a following on Instagram and it's crazy because like people reach out to you thinking you're like I mean I don't mean this in like a personal way but like people reach out to you thinking you're like this important person and I'm like I'm literally just like this graphic designer I don't you know I like have anxiety and I post stuff and I'm not like I don't know I'm just like a person right like and and also the kind of thing is like lately I've been super anxious and haven't been able to post a lot Um, and that's just like, you know, like I'm just this person running this account and it's crazy that like, this has kind of happened, but like, I'm so grateful for it. It's so crazy because like design has not been designs kind of like my second career. I came into design kind of late in the game. Mm -hmm. So to actually like be having, having people like care about what I make is like such a cool feeling. And then like people will message me saying like your page made my day or like this is what I needed. And I'm like, oh, like this is really like wonderful that like I can instill this in people. And then like someone messaged me saying like it inspired her to create like her own mental health space on Instagram. I think she was like a psychology student or something. I was like, that's amazing. Like I would love to help if you, you know, I would love to hear more. Um, But yeah, that's a little bit about me and my page and who I am. Well, I love your story and I love how humble you are about your kind of like glow up to success because there's so much more success future for you but just like the fact that you're celebrating you know this huge milestone of 10.5k and like getting shared and like working with amazing companies uh I want to kind of go back to the mad happy and did you work with them to like do some graphics so one of my really good friends she's just like my friend and I've done freelance work for her like other other independent projects before so like she just was she just like wrote down some quotes like that she liked from her journal or things like that and then I just like turned them into graphics um it was really fun and like she's such a her name's meadow shout out meadow um but it was wonderful and like it was nice to like have someone who's like an expert and like a professional Mm -hmm. you know the mental health field like inform some of the graphics that I posted um but yeah it was it was super fun and like 
she's always, you know, giving me projects and stuff. And that's something I've noticed like as a follower, just because I freelance too. And I don't mm-hmm. know if that you said you freelance or you work somewhere full time, but just as somebody who yeah. does that, like I find it hard to show up like every single day. And mm-hmm. I love how you kind of mentioned like when you're having an off day or like you always post like, I'll be back when I'm ready. Like you're always like yeah. forming your <laughs> audience. Just like, sorry, everyone. I know. And it's hard because I think like, well, I think it's so a good thing. Yeah, I work full time, like in a job. And then okay. I'll also take freelance projects on the side. I used to freelance a lot more. But like nowadays, I'll take like a project here and there just because I got a new full time job recently. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I've been trying to like f- put all my energy into that. But it is it's like hard to show up. And it's also like, you know, I didn't necessarily feel like this before. But I think as I get more and more into design, it feels like more of like a piece of me. And so like putting it out there is like scary. Right. And like, I need to not be scared about that because I don't know. I think it's like, I think I would be a hypocrite if I like was posting about like having a balanced life and taking breaks Mm -hmm. and like giving yourself grace and then like forcing myself to do something that like, I don't really have the mental capacity for at that moment. I'm like trying to gear up though and like I have a lot of content ideas I want to start posting more and like I want to do a print shop I want to have merch like I want to do all these things but I think yeah it's I have to like get into the headspace for that because I think like it took so long for me to even get here of like being a functioning human being right um and so like I'm I'm trying to say you know like your own pace is okay (laughs) I think it is okay. And I think it's wonderful that you're honest about that. I kind of want to talk to you about like the actual design process behind a graphic, because if you're, you're so like careful and specific and like your, your graphics are so unique, like they're so different from another, like, I think they're just like individual. So how long does it take you to make a graphic and what does that process look like? Yeah, it depends. I usually start out with what I want to say. Um, I think that that kind of like will guide how it'll look, how it'll be laid out. You know, if it's going to be something that like has a lot of text or if it's going to be big text and it's going to be a really short quote. But I kind of really love the spontaneity of it because, you know, I'm constantly like, you know, doing design research and like wireframing and doing things like that for like other things that I do. And for this, I'm just kind of like, I kind of like to see what comes to me in the moment. So sometimes I'll have an idea in my head and then I'll like, later on I'll make it and I'll be like okay this was like Mm pre-planned but sometimes it'll just come to me and I'll just make it you know fuck around with colors and you know I I love typography I think that I'm not very good at it because it's a really it's hard to do but I love fonts I love typography and typefaces I spend so much money on them so that's why like a lot of my designs are mostly type-based right now I do have like a drawing and painting background, so I'd love to bring in illustration, but I'm going to be honest, like I just don't know a lot about digital art and illustration. Right. Like, I'm trying to learn more, but like my background's in like literally drawing with like, you know, pencils and whatnot mm-hmm. and then like painting. So I want to translate that into something digital, but there's like so many ways that like you can do it and I want to find like a distinct style before I like put something out there, which is another thing is like, I still feel like, cause you were saying like graphics, they're kind of like standalones. I have that feeling as well, because I 
honestly don't really know what my design style is. I mean, I like color. I like color a lot. I tend to use this one font over and over called Nuha's Grotesque. I think that's how you pronounce it. And I really like that font. But like, other than that, I'm just kind of like, I want to make this thing that doesn't look like any of those, but I want it to be cohesive. Right. And so I think that like maybe planning a little bit more ahead of time instead of just seeing what comes to me in in the moment might help with that. But I think like the biggest thing about the page is that like it just became kind of a safe space for me to just do whatever I wanted. And people seem to like that, which is very cool. I love that you are still like balancing that and prioritizing that on top of working full time because I feel like it it is so (laughs) hard to do. So did you go to college for graphic design or what's kind of your background in getting started? Yeah, so it's kind of a funny story. I'll give you like, you know, generally, but I actually went to college for something completely different. Uh-huh. Um, classical music. I actually, I, I, was a, I was a music performance major and I did that really intensely and I did a minor in graphic design. Okay. Um, at the design school of where I went to college. And so I then fell in love with that Cause like, I didn't really even know any, I didn't know like graphic design, I didn't right. know a lot about it. Um, I, I just wanted to do something creative, like outside of music. So there was like a communication design minor and mm-hmm. basically I thought it was like, you know, fashion or marketing or something like that. Cause like I was into fashion at the time as well, but then I ended up doing like a design fundamentals class and I just absolutely fell in love and my teacher was amazing and then I just decided to go all the way up through all the design levels at my school and when I graduated it's so weird that I like never thought about getting a job in graphic design like I don't know why it didn't occur to me so I was like trying really hard to get a job and I ended up working in fashion for a little bit um and then I worked for a hair care brand um, and I just got a new, but I love it so much. My, my job is great. I'm really grateful for it. And it took so many years for me to like manifest it. Cause when I graduated right. it from college, like I literally, I did apply to some design job. I could not even get a call back. Like yeah. that was like where I was at at that point. And so I was just like, I'm going to freelance. I'm going to hustle. I'm going to intern. I'm going to try to do this outside of work and like try to make this happen. And like, here I am three years later doing it full time for, you know, a company that I really love. So I think like, you know, the journey, the journey is not linear and sometimes it takes a little bit, it's not overnight. You know, I was, I was like comparing myself to a lot of other people, but I was like, things will happen in the time they're meant to happen. And personally, like I kind of wouldn't have, have had it any other way. That's such a good perspective. And that's so good because a lot of the listeners of this podcast are like young twenties Mm post-grad or they're in college and they're like looking for internships or looking for their first full-time job. I know personally, like I am in between like jobs right now free I'm full-time freelancing which is insane and I'm only 22 and I I just got a job on Monday at Air One which I can't handle but it's fun and that's um, so I'm obsessed with Air One congratulations thanks I like it it's fun they have me like cutting up like beats and stuff I don't know um like I find myself kind of needing that advice that you just gave because I'm like oh like when is it gonna be my time you know like I just like don't want to pay my dues and I'm just like when am I gonna be like the CEO of Netflix or something yeah. like, when am I gonna you know when is it gonna pay off and I'm post-grad like I graduated like four months ago so I'm just like 
that's so good to mm-hmm. hear that you kind of like have such a wise perspective on the the growing. And I mean, even though you have a graphic, like the healing one where you're like healing, um, I think uh, like Lauren Elizabeth or somebody posted it. And oh, I love Lauren Elizabeth. Yeah. I fangirled when she reposted my stuff. I was like, I'm right. obsessed with you. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's something. Cause I, I, so I work in social media management. And so like oh. a lot of the people I worked for would like repost your graphics and tag you and stuff. And I was just like, oh my goodness, this girl is like so cool. Like, how did you feel about like that? Was that, do you think that helped with growth in your account? Like getting reposted by influencers? Completely. This is the thing. I mean, I love reposting. I love, like, let's, let's share the love. (sighs) Just tag me, like just tag me so that I know and I can like it and that people know whose it is. You know, sometimes people will, it's so nice of people. They'll actually message me and be like, Hey, is it okay if I share this tag? And I'm like, Oh my God, of course. Because like, I don't, I do not want to like gatekeep any of this, especially because I know there's like young people out there who want to like learn stuff and do stuff. And I will say like the journey has really not been easy, but I think you just have to like trust And I think like we live in a world right now where everything seems so instantaneous and like, you know, people go viral in a second and like the next day, you know, they're millionaires and they, you know, all these things. And, but I think sometimes it's like, you you need to tell yourself that like, that's like 1% of people. And like, that's, I'm super happy for them. That's amazing. But like, (laughs) For someone like me, like I love to, I'm, I love being like anonymous. And so that. like, I'm not going to go like, you know, try to go viral on like anything. I mean, I love when my posts do really well. That's awesome. And when lots of people see them, but like, I think like I didn't have any internships when I was in college. I worked, I, I did one internship my senior year while I was in school, but like, other than that, I, I was a host and a waitress <laughs> during the summer. And I, worked at a clothing store I liked and I worked at a makeup store too like I've done all those things and I think like you know your your path is your own path and like I had to get here on my own time it wouldn't have worked out if I tried to follow somebody else's path that's Um, so good but you really like I think the most important thing is to just like not be hard on yourself because like oh my god I beat myself so much up so much when I graduated and I saw everyone else who like had a job and what they majored in because Mm -hmm. they picked their major like really well and I was just like I just have to keep going like you just have to wake up and you have to just keep doing stuff right I called my I called one of my professors and I was like I don't know what to do I don't know how to get a job in this like I I need help and like you are a great professor and I really trust you and she was just like just keep making stuff like just your your friend you know is making business cards do it for them. You, you know, a, a nonprofit reaches out to you, you design for them. Like, even if it's for free, which I don't condone, by the way, now you should be paid for your work. But at the time, as someone who like was very inexperienced, right. It was just like, just keep making stuff no matter what, just keep making stuff. And so it worked. <laughs> like I just kept making stuff, you know, practice makes perfect. And I think like, I try not to be so precious about it. Like I have to make a lot of crap before I make something good. Um, And that was kind of what happened there. (laughs) But I ended up, you know, with like a passable portfolio after, you know, months of working on it. (laughs) Wow. I love that. And I love that you actually like took her advice and started saying yes and, 
And that's, a, that's so good. That's so good. Like that's good advice for me. I hope it helps somebody else, but I'm like, okay, taking it in. Yeah. With it, within reason. Cause you right. know, sometimes, you know, especially as like a young person and like a young woman, like I think mm, people try right. to take advantage of you a lot, which like, I don't let that happen anymore, but I definitely let it happen a lot back right. then. I would say if something smells fishy, it usually is. Okay. So I kind um. of, I like that. I kind of want to talk about like the business side of your freelance work because I talk a lot about that on my podcast. So do you offer like certain services or like, how do you kind of like set yourself apart as a freelancer? Most of the time I let people reach out to me now just because I'm so uh, busy. And like, I also want to be able to like hold space for the clients that I, you know, I don't want to overbook myself and not be able to give clients what they deserve. Right. And so usually people will reach out to me and we'll get, I usually tell them to email me if they DM me just cause it's like easier to keep track of everything on email. Cause I, mm-hmm. despite the fact that like Instagram is important for me, I try not to spend so much time on it. Yeah. It's really bad for your mental health. But so I'd usually tell them to email me so we can continue the conversation there. And then I'll tell them like my rate, which is such a having to like price yourself and price your own work is the worst thing right like you ever it's terrible I mean it's great that you're gonna get paid but it's really hard sometimes because I think I'm still even though like I'm where I'm at I still feel like bad sometimes and I feel like oh my gosh I really want to work with this client like should I discount or like should Mm. I do this but most of the time they'll agree or we'll negotiate and then I have a contract that I make on this website called Bonsai, which is, re- I might try to use something else soon, but okay, that is a game changer. Huh. Always make a contract. You should look up Bonsai. It's really good. Taking notes. I think I pay $20 a month for it. Um, but like you literally just like can input fields in like a form and then it'll make a contract for you and you can send it to the person or the client via email. Um, and it makes it so easy. And it's also just like, it's nice to know that everyone's on the same page and everyone's, you know, protected right. should something, you know, change. Uh, I was like really into branding, but like, okay. I'm not so much into that anymore. Uh, Cause it's just, a, it's like a lot. And mm-hmm. like, I think if I worked at like an agency or like someone, or like it was more people than just me, like I would maybe like it, but I think at the time I was so inexperienced and not skilled that I just wish I had not I started with something smaller but most of the time nowadays people will ask me for graphics for social which I find to be super easy Mm. like usually if it's a client that I'm like excited about they already have like nice branding and I can like kind of work within that um I also I've had people like reach out to me for various different things there was a client that I would make presentation decks for and they were like super nice and paid me a ton of money so I was like yeah. And like, I enjoyed it a lot. It was really interesting. Um, I really love packaging. Like packaging is my like love because okay. I used to do drawing and painting. So I love being able to like touch and feel things. Ah. So that's why I really want to make merch because yes. I want to make stuff that people can have. Um, even though like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want people to just be like buying so much stuff all the time but right. I love merch like every job I've had I've done like merch for people and it's so much fun um and I grew up wanting to be a fashion designer like that was my like dream and so I think like having a merch collection would be so cool 
but yeah, what services do I offer? Yeah, I kind of, I don't really put like services that I offer just because sometimes people will then get like an idea and it'll like, I'd rather have them tell me what they want, like Mm -hmm. at the minimum. And then I can kind of like tailor the approach based on that, as opposed to like making them pick a category and then, you know, I, I don't know why I just, I feel like it just works a little bit better. Like if people just like tell me what they need and like, I'll do it usually. (laughs) But recently I worked with someone who launched a book, her name's Taylor Tippett. And she was literally the best. She was so sweet. And I made like a pre-order graphic that would be sent digitally. And then we also did like a poster program that's going to go up um, like on the streets and stuff. I love that. And I, it was so much fun and she was such a wonderful client. And I, that was like a dream project for me. So I was like, I might, I hope I'm doing something right here. Like, and the fact that she liked my work. So I'm not, I don't think I have commissions closed on my page because I'm still trying to like get my bearings. Mm -hmm. Um, But I definitely think that like, I would like to work with some more people down the line. I am so excited for you. And I love that you are enjoying like physical things. I can't wait to buy your merch. Like I'm excited for that day. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I, I want it to exist. I have like a vision of what it'll be like and I want it to exist so badly. I just have to get there. One day I'm excited. I'm counting down. Okay. One of my last questions is I know that you're such a big mental health advocate and you've mentioned that you've like, kind of like been through some personal things in your life, which has inspired your work. What is something you practice every single day to kind of like stay sane? Do you read, do you write? Like, what is like, what are some of your like mental health, like everyday routines? Oh, I love that. That's so I try I I really like to cook so I'll do that and I think like you know I don't I don't believe in diet culture or any of that bs like I don't believe in any of that and I've had experiences with that but like I like to try to eat healthy and like or like you know cooking is something so rewarding so I really I love to cook I definitely think like this isn't necessarily an everyday thing but I think spaces are really important to me and like influence how I feel a lot so like when I like was decorating like my apartment, I was, I wanted it to just be like this kind of safe haven and like really relaxing. And like, I'm such a homebody. So like, that was important to me. So like having a space that like, I can feel calm in and, but also be productive and stuff like that. Cause I work from home right now. Like having that is really, really nice. Um, I also, like, I like to like candles. <laughs> um, Love that. I do. I'm trying to think because I love nighttime routine is like my favorite thing. Skincare. Skin, oh. oh yeah. Skincare is a big one because especially like the beginning of the pandemic, I just like did not feel like a real person. Oh. I don't know how to describe that, but it was so grounding. And I was like, I need to take care of myself. This is something I need to do. So yeah, I would say skincare is actually a really big one. I didn't. What's like your favorite first. product or like what's your skincare routine? Ooh. Um, right now I'm, I try, I've been trying retinol, which I actually really like so far. You have to wear sunscreen. Um, 
And I just use, I've been, I like Walita skin food is a really good one. I love Glossier and like into the gloss and super goop and all of those companies, youth to the people. Um, I think the Glossier milky jelly cleanser is like my go-to. I can't live without it. That's so good. I love the, uh, what is it called? Skin food, like the green tube. That stuff oh, is so good. And it's, you have to it's get the great. thick kind. I don't like the thin one, the light green one. Like I love the, the light blue. green. Yeah. I, oh, I'm using the full <laughs> thick girl right now. Like yes. I, cause with retinol, it was drying out my skin a lot. Like that happens and it's like normal, but it was just like nice to use something that's like super, super moisturizing. Like it'll always do the job, you know? It's, yeah. It's so good. I love that stuff. That's so cool. Any other like mental health, like routines or practices you have? I do. I do love to do yoga. I like yoga and Pilates. I like yoga a lot because I think I have a lot of trouble feeling grounded sometimes. Like sometimes I feel like I'm very much like outside of my body, but like yoga helps me to get back into it and like be present and like, you know, feel like I'm this like living being as opposed to like, I don't know, like a robot or a ghost. Sometimes I'll feel like as weird as that sounds, but like, I just think it's so amazing that it just, it comes, it's like, it just like, completely unites your mind and your body to work in tandem and so if I'm like having a really really bad day which happens sometimes obviously because I'm a person mm-hmm. but I'll I'll usually try to do that because there's just something like like you know how like weighted blankets are like yeah. give you comfort I love those too but like that's kind of how I feel about yoga it's like something like especially if it's like difficult it's like heavy and it like you, you feel it, especially if I like, I'm just feeling really off that day. Like it helps me to like, just get back to normal. I hate the word normal though, by the way. Okay. I love that though. <laughs> I love it's so important to move your body. I feel like I should try yoga. I feel like I would be like a better person. <laughs> and this is the thing is like, there's lots of different types. I, listen, I'm not an expert and I'm like, yeah, claim to know a ton about it, but there's a lot of different types and like restore there's one called restorative yoga which is like meant to be like more relaxing and like restorative which I really like and like I think like I like how some of it like it doesn't have to be the hardest workout in the world like it doesn't Mm. have to be you know pure bar or whatever bar sorry um but like it's such it's just a nice way to like move your body not feel like shit about yourself because you can't like get through, you know, this crazy circuit workout of like high intensity interval training, all that. Um, so yeah, I, I really like it. And I think it's like a perfect thing, especially if like, for me, like I don't like going to the gym and I don't like, like the gym gives me social anxiety. So it's perfect. Yeah. I'm the same way. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being a part of my podcast and being a part of my journey. I literally learned so much just from like this episode for myself. So I'm sure it will help somebody else. I have like a audience of like under 100 listeners right now, but hopefully in the future it will be bigger. Who knows? But I'm that very is thankful. Very amazing though. I think that's a lot of people you're touching. Yeah. Thank you so much. I, I know even if it just hits one person, you know, it's just always, you know, like it could make the world a difference to that one person. And that, that is equally as important. 
if not right. more. Right. And I think that you are so wise. I'm so excited to see you grow and see yeah. your brand grow and buy your merch and who knows what's next. So where can the listeners support you and find you right now? Um, I'm actually funny enough, not really anywhere except Instagram. So you can find me at Lucent Matter, L-U-C-E-N-T-M-A-T-T-E-R, Lucent Matter. And that's where you can find me right now. I'll probably try to make a website and a print shop and sell merch. But that's what's on the table at the moment. All right. Well, thank you. Wow. Was that not the best episode of the Carly O'Dare podcast ever? I really enjoyed our conversation with Lucy. She is so cool. And I want to know what you guys think about that conversation. So either DM me or leave a review in the Apple podcast app or DM the podcast Instagram at the Carly O'Dare podcast. If you still haven't followed her on Instagram, go ahead and do that at Lucent Matter. Her graphics are insane. Your eyeballs have to see them. Yeah, that's pretty much it for today's episode. If you enjoyed, make sure you share the podcast with a friend. I want you guys to share the wealth and get this knowledge and just grow from the conversations I'm having because I know that by having them, I'm growing as a person. And so I feel like they'll really help you for listening. So yeah, give the podcast some love. Enjoy. Have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for your patience with the uploads. I have been going through it and I'm actually really grateful that I am recording the intro and outro of this episode a week later because last week I was going kind of insane. But Thank you so much for your support. I really, really appreciate the people who listen to this podcast. It means a lot. It's something I want to grow and lean into. So if you have any feedback or, you know, suggestions for a guest, I'm all ears. I'm constantly on Instagram. So just DM me. But I hope you have a wonderful week. Enjoy. Bye.